Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here as we continue trying to encourage one another to be in God's Word daily and even more than just daily, but often in the day. And we are doing that by trying to just uh, right now slowly read through different parts of the Bible. And it has been a huge blessing to me. And I've had my eyes open to things that I've missed because I've been reading through it too fast. So you ever go through a part of town, maybe in a town you've lived in most of your life or a town you visited often on vacation, and one day maybe you're not driving or maybe you are driving and you notice something you've never seen before. And you're like, is that new? Did they just build that? And you find out it's been there the entire time you've been going past it. And that's uh, how I have felt with some of some of these passages. And it's been really really, really good. So I hope that you're enjoying it too. And we're we're coming up to the end here and we're going to finish up 23 this week and probably 24 at least next week. But I wanted to address as they, as they, they get ready to gather, Joshua's going to get ready to gather everybody and he's going to tell the old story of where they came from. From Back in the day of Abram, their father Abraham was first named Abram, and how he where he came from, and how God led him into the land of Canaan. And if you go back to Genesis to that time, uh, the the land that of Canaan, this is Israel, that there was these area of the land that were the Philistines, and the Philistines are still here in Joshua, and it was known as Philistia. And so some of the history of some of the things that is current, right? People are talking about Palestine. Palestine was a kind of a harsh name that really the British came up, I think, to mock. I think there was some British there in before even World War II that were not very pro-Jewish. And they so they named them they named their Palestine after the Philistines, which is from the Old Testament from back in the day of Abram, who became Abraham. And they, so the, the land, Abraham and Lot and all that, that whole story, all of that, they're, they're hanging out here in what is modern day Israel and the Israel that Jesus would have walked in along the Dead Sea and the Jordan River and the Sea of Galilee and the cities. Now, some of those cities obviously didn't exist in the time when Abraham was there, Abraham and Lot. But it was, that is what Canaan was. That's what Canaan is. It is the promised land. God promises to Abraham. And so if you go back and you look at it, you'll see just how how this land has been promised to the Israelites, and yes, there are others there, and they're going to eradicate many of them, but one of the people they do not eradicate are the Philistines, and that's some of the legendary stories that we're going to get to in Judges, and then, of course, with King David, and then there are other kingdoms that are going to come from the north and take over Israel, but Philistia was the land of the Philistines that would become the Philistines, and then later on would be changed by the Romans, they would mock the Jews 
and rename it again, pretty much just bringing up as Philistia. And then it's the British that named the Palestinian state. So the Palestinian state has a long history and doesn't have a long history. But that's that we see when we take a slow tour, if you will, through through the first six books of the Bible. Because we're in Joshua now, which is the sixth one. But if you go through the law, mostly Genesis, you're going to see that that story of Abraham is in Genesis. So it's uh, – and that's why studying Genesis is so important. That's why knowing your foundations is so important. And so that's why Genesis chapter 1 and 2 are so critical. And that's why so many in the world have attacked it. They hate that they're not God. And so they hate God. And they rebel against them. And, and that's where we're at. But here in Joshua chapter 23, let me finish this up because it's just Joshua summing up. And then we're going to get more more of it as he brings everybody back to section in chapter 24. But verse 14. And now I'm about to go the way of the earth. And you know in your hearts and souls, all of you, that not one word has failed of all the good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you. All have come to pass for you. Not one of them has failed. But just as all the good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you have all been fulfilled for you, so the Lord will bring upon you all the evil things until he has destroyed you from off this good land that the Lord your God has given you. If you transgress the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods and bow down to them, then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and you shall perish quickly from off the good land that he has given to you. And so we're getting to the end of this this contract, if you will, him reminding them. And this is the end of chapter 23. And he's just reminding them God's done what he said he was going to do. So Joshua was about 40 when... And that's assuming he was about the same age as Caleb. 41, he goes into the promised land and says, yeah, we can take this. And he goes with the other, he and Caleb and the other 10 tribes. Caleb and Joshua come back. We can do this. God is on our side. The other 10 come back. We can't. And so for 40 years, until the time that Joshua was 80, they wander in the wilderness. And finally, they get to come into the promised land. So they first come in and attack the kings and, and two and a half of the tribes settle. East of the Jordan. And that all happens in Moses' time. But Moses is not going to be allowed to cross the Jordan. And so then when they when Moses dies, Joseph is 80-ish. And they cross the Jordan. Now he's, well, this is 30 or 30, 40, 40 years later maybe. We might see the, the, the age when he passes. But it's, it's, 30, it's about 35 years later. He's old. They've had peace now. They've crossed the Jordan, took over the land, and they've been somewhat at peace. They've subdued everybody enough to where they're not at war, and nobody beyond their borders to the north or to the east or Egypt to the south is attacking them. So they have they have peace, although they're still Canaanites. They're still the Philistines, the Jesuits, all the a couple other groups are in there, everybody's subdued, they have peace. But Joshua's warning them. <laughs> you 
you have peace because you are worshiping one God. You start worshiping any other gods, it's a done deal for you because it'll it's going to go real bad for you. And you will be removed from this land. And lo and behold, they got removed from the land. And it's that's the story. That is the story. We know it historically. And then they get removed. They're, the time of Jesus, by the time Jesus comes, who's in control? The Romans are. And the Jews will never have control until the UN puts gives them that land back. And even then, they have been at war almost all the time with their neighbors and from within. And that from within is um, the, not the Philistines, but the Palestinians. Um, and it's specifically Hamas, but the PLO, Palestinian Liberation Army, or uh, organization, PLO, Hamas are terrorist organizations because they have one premise, especially Hamas, that all Jews must be eradicated from the planet. That was, PLO was in, in cahoots with Hitler. Um, and today they are in cahoots with Hamas, which Hamas's whole reason for existence is to eliminate the Jews. <clears throat> and the Jews are the Israelites. Um, and so, here we are, we're, we're reading about Joshua from, what, about 4,000 years ago? And what he says here, if you get your eyes off of God, and I would say that many, many today that call themselves Jew or call themselves Christian, their eyes are not on God. They are not faithfully um, clinging to God. We are clinging to our stuff. We are clinging to our... Uh, whatever it might be, and some of it's good. It's not bad, but God didn't say um, stay away from pure evil. He said stay focused on worshiping one God. And when we put idols in our lives that are not God, we run into trouble. <clears throat> and so that's that's where we are. That's the end of twenty three. That's my commentary. Got way political, but it it all fits. Okay, it fits. We are talking about this promised land, and to this day, the promised land has very little history when it is at peace. And we'll see that. I think we're going to go into Judges next, and Judges is all about people doing what was right in their own eyes. What's right in their own eyes was not following after God. So there's your warning about what's coming next. God bless you. Talk to you soon.